0: Hello Genesis everyone Avalon. and welcome to the Avalon commentary Avalon. for Genesis Avalon Patriot yes. episode 14. Uh, I am the co-writer and director and co-creator and stufer Cat uh, Pride and with me lead as stufer. always is the uh, the co-stufer I'm co-writer the co-stufer. Chris Bates.
1: Hi. <laughs> I'm here. I like that. The, uh, yeah,
0: I like that I'm the lead stufer. You're I think the I'm the lead gonna, stufer. I have to really put that on my next set of business cards. Um, anyway, yeah. So welcome back. Uh, for those of you who were with us last month, you heard what's going on in the UK side of things for season two. But now we've kicked off the uh, America side of things, which you know obviously we left with sort of a harrowing. Uh, it was
1: a bit. It was a bit
0: tense. Tense, yeah. Pa- was, the Patriot caved someone's head in at the end, and, yeah, and it, was, it was not great. It was so it was a lot. It was a lot. So, yeah so uh so here we are um i'm really excited we've got uh devin Bower in this scene as ryan and devin was yes. cast last season and i knew we were going to do more with them this season so i'm really glad that uh glad that to you're yeah you're gonna get to hear devin a lot more um, a lot and devin wound up
1: having a really like yes. ryan wound up being very important yes
0: yes and 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 i'm, I'm really glad that we did that too because devin's just Devin's so dry. I love that about them. Like it's it's, it's great. It's excellent. So, um, so I'm really excited. There's gonna be a lot a lot coming out there. But yeah. So um, fun sort of bit I guess of trivia about this scene. Um, so the transmission that. Ryan and Jaina and Julian are talking about in this scene. Obviously, they're they're trying to reach out to Tim, mm-hmm. and then Devin mentions, you know, hey, there's this exploit yeah. that, uh, you know, that we we closed down. And uh, for anyone who had been listening to the ARG slash treat teasers for the return of Patriot, you heard the transmission from Casey in chunks show up on uh, on on Twitter, yep, and on the and eventually the the whole teaser was released on iTunes, and that is the transmission we're talking about, and it was actually six years ago. It was from the end of Genesis Avalon, and it took that long for For it it to to break through through a a firewall. So, So, yeah, so I thought that was a nice way to kind of, like, round it out and bring it all the way back to the beginning so you kind of have an idea of, like, they didn't just immediately stop believing in China. Kind of <laughs> it was like, a,
1: there was a long time. It's also like this heartbreaking moment of finding out that was a message from so long mm-hmm. ago and you're only now. Yeah, yeah. When has ever... Okay, so I have a question for you. <laughs> yes, sure. Did this scene change radically from the
0: script?
1: Or did it change radically <sighs> between draft one and draft two?
0: <sighs> I think it's just changed radically between draft one and draft two. Okay. I don't think I changed a lot. Like
1: like like
0: people. Like
1: uh do not recommend
0: yeah, on I don't. I don't. Yeah, because because Chris Hackney doesn't ad lib a whole lot, so yeah, so none, whatever none is written for totally noir is episodes pretty. Episodes are
1: pretty straightforward. Okay. Yeah, I was curious because so there are uh, transcripts for all of our episodes, lovingly made by me. Yes, lovingly um, made by me. handcrafted, bespoke, uh, and I do make them off of the script. Yes. but obviously people ad lib, people say things differently. Script has things that are really for like only the director's eyes. Yeah. Like, like stupid sound effects cues that get translated into actual sounds. Um, I'm thinking of one that's gonna be in episode 20, and I can't tell anybody about it, but now I'm thinking about it. Sorry. But yeah, so it just like this one was very different, so I was wondering where the difference happened. Yeah, so. Um, we're talking about the process of creating an audio drama. Hey!
0: Oh, yes. So, Sam. yeah so uh so a little bit of it was also that um so there is a little bit of ad-libbing here just in that the way that uh paul delivers some of leo's lines paul's um,
1: leo lines are too.
0: i i yeah but we write lines for paul and then whichever one sounds the best is what i do for paul and half the time that is not what i wrote oh, in this here's
1: an ad-lib right here noir is not funny
0: it's not funny. <laughs> no, yeah, that was great. That whole thing to ours is not funny. It looks funny, oh, but it's not my funny. God. There were so many versions of Sometimes that, of that spinning know. that I was just like, I, I that this part right I here, there was a lot I of like myself. shifting and 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 no. and stuff because of the ad libbing. But it was just everybody has such great chemistry because they all work this together in some capacity in Genesis uh, Avalon, and then bringing everybody back here and so letting everyone career. get to know each other right. again. It's and been really know. nice because like. Like Paul and Chris have built some really good back and forth as Noir and Leo. It's definitely which is really that nice. thing of when
1: you know the other person's voice and you've been playing the characters long enough, you kind of know how the other people are going to read, so you are able.
0: Sorry, the the absolutely indignant <laughs> no from from Jana was just exactly how I had it in my head. Thank you, Laura. I just had a That's moment. Terrible.
1: Where the music started playing. And I was like, where is that music? (laughs) It's coming from the episode. It's coming Uh, from inside the podcast. (laughs) I literally just listened to this episode like three days ago. (laughs) So you would think I would know that. No. No, apparently not.
0: It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. You know what? So one of the things that, and I feel like I'm probably going to. I'm probably gonna repeat myself a bunch this episode because like the it's the crux
1: of the episode. Well, this but this is like a kind of important this is an important character episode like for character development yes, and, for Jaina and Jana and, Sam. and and also
0: the 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 scene that is the two of them on the rooftop that's later on in this episode. Yeah.
1: Which hopefully you've already listened to the yeah, episode. Yeah, if yeah. To us. H-
0: hard pause. If you please haven't listened to the episode, stop, stop the commentary. Go listen to the episode, then come back to listen to my dumbass. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, the, um, most of this episode was conceived but and, and then I wrote that the whole scene between them on the rooftop yep. in the thick of COVID. Oh yeah. The thick of 2020, Do like the, the, depths of the, 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 what felt like the worst months and like, and, and like, you know, people disregarding each other's health, people talking about how, how trying to wear masks was, you know evil and you know all the all the just negativity all over the place and the anxiety that we were all feeling. And on top of that, I was also going through like a spiritual journey because you know, you have you have time to think when, when you're stuck at home. Stuck at home. Yeah. And and I was I was trying to, <laughs> to grapple with a lot of the same things that Jaina grapples with in this episode of, you know, um in the wake of, of George Floyd, I was I, I volunteered with several organizations and was trying to find what I felt like was doing enough and it felt and like there, there was, never was enough yeah, to me were, and it, it's this hard was,
1: and this was one of those episodes where the scene and the scene on the rooftop was written years before mm-hmm. the rest of the episode absolutely i i basically because had to
0: build the, the episode around the scene and
1: there's a couple of them i, I think we were almost out of them yeah yeah uh but there were definitely a couple episodes yeah. that we wrote yeah, sure. way back in during the height of covid when we were very first started writing mm-hmm. the series. Um, in earnest, where where you would have this idea for a scene, so you would just write it, and it would be one of those yeah. things of we're we're sitting outside in a park because that's the only place you can go. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of a lot of going to public parks and
1: uh, and writing like for do, hours
0: on laptops because we, yeah, we we like to do
1: a lot of our we like to do a lot of writing like out of the house, so like go to a cafe and sit and write, or go to a park and sit and write. Yeah, and oh, back back then it was a lot oh, of park.
0: Oh my god, sorry. Just, uh, oh, Pete started talking. Pete started talking. Okay. This so this is another scene that was written that was written in advance.
1: In advance. Of, yeah. Not not as far in advance. It was written Well,
0: so I think I had it originally scheduled to be in episode 13 and yeah. then I was like this is way too long. I got to move this. And and it worked way much it worked way better here to have Calhoun in the scene and to kind of, cuz it was originally just sort of like in this the Ninurta and 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 it Tom was, stuff. I and think it, this also, was it was intensely planned. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This is so so. For you, the audience, this is your first time meeting uh, Ninurta and really starting to hear the the dynamic between Tunanu and Inerta,
1: or Tom and Nick. And, and get a view of their plans yeah. a little bit more openly. There's no more subterfuge of them being just yeah, politicians. Yeah, but, but
0: for me. us as the writers and as the story crafters, this has been in the back of our head the whole time. Yeah. This has actually been in the back of my head since episode 41 of Genesis yep. Avalon. This was in... Pete made his first appearance as Tom, Right before Jaina and Sam got captured by the government, yes, by the stewards, I knew back, back then, then that that Pete was 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 playing Tom Connors, A.K.A. the Leviathan. I knew that well, back then. And you then. had the
1: character planned mm-hmm. from even before that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like I want to say that you had that character planned from when we were introducing Tim.
0: Yes. Yeah, I already knew I wanted to bring him in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was in the original game plan of the series oh yeah
0: for sure um so so
1: so it's it's really great,
0: great, great to hear it all kind of come together because now that like you know tom out is masked so off like yeah. Yeah. you're getting to hear just you know the version uh, of him that we would hear in the scenes where he's taunting sam but now it's just like it's out you know he doesn't even have to hide his godliness anymore yep, yep. um and also, uh, welcome Eric Veldez to the cast as so Nick excellent. Minerta. Oh my god, so excellent. excellent, excellent, so good. Um, he sounds he sounded perfect. Like like he auditioned, and I was like, that yes, that's the voice. That was the voice that was in my head the whole time. Um Love
1: when that happens. Yeah, and
0: and and so so for those who who don't who kind of maybe didn't catch some of the stuff that's going on in here, um, and we are actually gonna surprise—not quite a spoiler, but like a teaser. Uh, if you are interested in how the gods all get along, know each other, all that good stuff, this is the season of it. There's so much lore, there's so much interaction, really getting into kind of the depths of like how uh, we built the version, you know, this this particular world where you have polytheism and cults of gods and old gods and new gods and so so you'll hear more about Ninurta and Tunanu and how they know each other as the season goes and I'm I'm really excited for everyone else to kind of hear what we already knew about them. Um, but, uh, like, like Ninurta being a God who was originally a God of farming and agriculture that was weaponized by his own people and eventually turned into a war God is just like one of those, one of those really interesting ways that, that we see cultures change how they, how, how they worship and how, who they, you know, they see as the head of their cult. And, um, it's definitely intentional in yes. that we are well, using gods that were warped or rebirth. forgotten or shunted off yeah. and 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 out of the way. Um, so yeah, and then and it's I <laughs> do find it super interesting that you know Tom is using Calhoun, a shunted off to the side yeah. lackey who happens to have an intensely personal connection to Jaina. Yeah. In the hopes that that will work in his well, favor. Well,
1: it's that whole thing of when you uh live in the gutter because you've been thrown in the trash, you find the other people who have also True. been thrown yeah. in the trash. Yeah. Hi. Uh
0: hi. Ah, Ben. Ben. So yeah, so poor Ben. Ben's had a Ben's had a day. Ben's had a, a few days. Couple
1: of days. He's had a few days. It's been two days. It's been two days.
0: Yeah. His dad uh his dad is not doing well. I don't
1: think your ankle's supposed to look. Good. <laughs> yeah,
0: also poor Casey well, wrecked Casey's herself had a, a day little too. Yeah.
1: Prosthetic is in better shape.
0: You know, actually, Kay- Casey with you, I would actually believe that the prosthetic is in better shape, honestly. I, mean, I could
1: try to heal.
0: But no. I also do like that this is one of those, like, Sorry, uh just... there's like some really interesting insight to Casey here. Uh heard. because you know, we saw her we saw a lot of her bitterness and anger towards yeah. Jaina, and how it sort of led her to in, like robustly to trust Patriot. Yeah. When really she was trusting Ben. And I don't, I don't think she realized that realized that until this scene where she's talking to Ben and she realizes like the kid's smart. You want the kid in 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 the fight. And his dad was really, really like potentially very good for for the revolution, but
1: it's not the revolution you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And uh, and so it's I really like that here you kind of tell that Casey is she's focusing on what's important again for her and she's Already thinking of the next thing, which I really like that about you know I like that about Casey because that's why she's the vanguard. She's she's the one who sounds the call first. She's the one who sees the signs first.
1: And yeah,
0: she's she's you know she's, you know, she's making the, everyone kind of move in and, and close ranks because they kind of have to. Um. Because, you know, we didn't we don't outwardly say it at first, but I think it does come out a few times in this episode and then it, and, and in subsequent episodes. What happened in Danamora absolutely has had an effect in the U.S. Oh, like, for like sure. but like, like, it would have been bad enough that that Tim was like, "I'm the king of Amelon, and I'm declaring war on the U.S." But then on top of that, the actual, uh, the actual uh, events of breaking Sam out of out of out of jail and essentially, you know, Tunadu converting a bunch of people into demons that can't be saved, yeah. and then patriot going hog wild. Not to mention the fact that there were probably countless crossfire casualties. Yeah. Uh, as we as it was we heard a very there were people fight. who were and there were people who were being eaten by overseers. Yeah. Um you know it, it, it's a scary time. And it it it's
1: it And it was and, and while the state media has done a really good job locking it down, there were still there, you know people mm-hmm. still saw what happened and are talking about it. Yeah. Which is what the the voice of freedom okay, is now trying. Yes, to do. Well, absolutely. Julian is about to bring Leo and Noir in here to ask a favor. <laughs> also, I like I the way that Evan comes in with this
0: scene. Point. Like, Mark's like, "Hey, by the way, so yeah. I know you're gonna hate this, this but <laughs> uh,
1: I kind of hate it too. But just I'm roll like, with it."
0: <laughs> yeah. To
1: do. Well, unless you figured out how to get around the new firewalls, they want to send a more practical messenger out. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, Noir's volunteering to go back. A, I love bit of a backer, be like, "I'm just gonna go, bye." Yeah. I like what am I Let's superhero see. Uber now?
0: I think originally I had super superhero DoorDash and then and then Tilly was like, mm, ubers better. I'm like, yeah, Uber is better, yeah. Uh don't worry about it. I was just giving Casey a heads up. It's all on I Also, I I cannot get over how much I like the scenes between Evan and Ben. To to because really nice. this is Ben getting advice from uh, a rational, rational sane uh, yeah, a rational scientific a way, like a gay black man. Yeah. 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 Who like like is is, you know, somehow through all of this persevering with with, you know, a smile on his face whenever he can. And I just, it it really speaks a lot to Evan's character because we didn't really get, I didn't get to do a whole lot with Evan in the the show originally. Like he did a lot, but he didn't, like he didn't have a lot of growth moments for him. But we also
1: knew the moment that we had decided to do this story, uh, how we were going to do it. They were like, oh, that's perfect because Mm -hmm. Evan can be kind of a additional role model for Ben. For sure. Because his own father's not a very good role model, and that's something that really happens in the black community a lot.
0: Well, and yeah, I mean, and and you know I think I think um, in in general, you know it's it's tough because the, the kind of traditional patriarchy tells men one way that they're supposed to yep. be, and unfortunately, for John, John did everything quote right. Yeah, um, and it was never going to be good enough. And it was never good enough. And enough he enough. also went to war, and in that war he saw some pretty heinous crap, yep. and he saw a lot of crap that he wasn't proud of. And there, you know, it, it, it's it is it is it is fundamental to his character as a father, and as a as a as a full grown American man, and as a black man that that you know he the deck the deck is stacked, stacked against him as yep. a father, because of the way that. Everything around him systemically fails him. Yep. And Evan is sort of meant to be sort of a not a not a oh I could do better. That's not that's not <laughs> no, it at no, all. No, no, no. But it's just a this is a different way that someone else who also has the deck stacked against him is also trying to find a different path forward. Yeah.
1: And it's also looking at you know these are these are both elder millennial men uh, dealing with the. the Talking about here a lot of rage. Yeah, so we have to absolutely. Time with they it's both had different aspects involved. of the it's millennial experience. Yeah, so we don't even know what normal feels like. And again, like I was definitely
0: writing a lot of this coming out of right, COVID, yeah. and and that whole the whole thing that Evan says about how you've not You're had a normal six years, you don't know what normal even feels like. For a lot of millennials who grew up in that's the, the U.S., that's what, that's, you know? that's been our whole lives. It's yeah, I don't. I don't. I, my entire my entire adult life we've been at a, at a in, in some sort of cold war or, yeah. or a war on terror or active military action that you know and, and it's like you what is normal financial
1: meltdown yeah and then, so normal doesn't
0: make you know normal doesn't sound right anymore.
1: Uh, we also just made a joke that's a completely meta joke of we are constantly being told by Tilly that our references to things are old people references and yes! young people won't understand them. <laughs> so we made an old people reference? This is is a constant every month. Like every episode, every episode I get that note. There is at least one reference that we have made in, in the episode that is an old people reference that people don't get anymore. Well,
0: yeah. that at least Tilly says... Yes. What young people don't get my my sister and my brother disagree and they're younger than me, but they are also unreliable narrators. Yes. Because they live with me, <laughs> lived we with live me at one point, so they know like I my jokes.
1: Um, that was an
0: excellent ad lib yes. on it on Mark's part because originally it was like uh, you know, the doors always open.
1: Yeah. But then he was like, I
0: work <laughs> at a medical bay with nope. no doors, so the curtains always open. Very nice. <laughs> And then finally, we get to check in and find out what happened to John, who is in the middle of like a full blown PTSD moment.
1: John has a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. John, um. What are you doing here? uh, What do you mean, what am I doing here? (laughs) Really? needs therapy and it sucks for him that he lives in this version of America yeah
0: yeah for sure I mean living in not this version of America it's amazing how many men I know that I'm like you could go to therapy it's covered by your insurance and they're like no and I'm like okay
1: but yeah um you,
0: you
1: you don't think that the VA is it could possibly be worse than it is in the real world until you look at it in this year. yeah we were like oh no there's no yeah, it's not happening
0: Soon as yeah, they
1: can, because they but type always I,
0: I, I love this scene, but at the same time, like so, like one of the things that I know I struggle with writing this is I, I do not want anyone to think them. that John is a bad person. So if that's no. what you think about him, you I then and you are incorrector. He's, everything he's um, saying
1: here is cynical, but it's true. Yeah, and I
0: think that's what I love about the character is that John isn't. It You know, he is a, he is Patriot. He is right now. He is Patriot. He is the spirit of Patriotism. But the fact is, is that unchecked Patriotism is like, give me Liberty or give me death. And you're like, Oh, okay. So,
1: and and yeah, because it, it, like I said, it's a very cynical take on things. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not got a lot of trust for humanity, but neither does John for obvious reasons. So it's that thing of, you can, it's so easy to become bogged down and mm-hmm. hate the world that you're in and stop seeing the good in it. And when that happens, you just become disaffected and just want to burn the whole thing down. Yeah. It's also, and that seems like the only logical option. Yeah.
0: It's also, it's also kind of reminiscent of, um, you know, one of the things that where, you know, you constantly want to be thinking about is, um, uh, you know, um, sorry, the thought is like, Laura's talking, (laughs) so naturally I tune out anything that I was thinking because she just sounds amazing, but no, but going back to what I was going to say though, was that, um, so it's that whole thing of when you, when, when someone is being actively oppressed and being, being treated terribly, it is not on them to be nice to you, you need to come to them with open arms and to be nice and to, to like, to be open and willing to change. And I feel like John is a perfect example of someone who's like, I am not going even one inch towards you. You oh, want to sure. fix this? You come to me. Mean? And I, I, re- I love that about him well, so much.
1: And because he did you know, he did everything right, right beard, and it didn't work, that kind of just leads you to the whole, no, I've, I've moved as far forward as I'm going to move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. But now we're to this very important scene, character scene. Oh, uh, character building. Yes.
0: Oh, such character building. And I mean, I wrote this like what? Like I, I, I got out of the shower one morning and you were still in bed and I like came out to the living room and just like, and like an hour later you're like, have you been typing the whole time? I'm like, yes.
1: (laughs) Not after coming
0: back. But I mean, so so part of it was because I I really wanted to make sure. That Jaina, like, sat it's in her wrongness a for a few minutes. Because yeah, it's so easy you to rationalize all, all the reasons why you didn't if do something. Um, do And especially since, like, the show definitely, like, it definitely kind of pushes a I'm little bit. A no, not even a little bit. So I'm going to say it. We we point out the problem with white feminism a lot in this in in this show. Like I love Jaina, she's a I I love the character. She but she has she is flawed because I think that flaws are good to have. People should have flaws. When you're writing them, they're yes. characters. They're not. If they were perfect, it would be boring. Um, but you know, without going into the the hard, you know, real world exact politics of what we deal with today every day, I wanted to make sure that it was, you know, that it was it was a little more distance from that, but still, but still poignant. And
1: I mean, that's one of the nice things about working in a hyper real like a like yeah. a superhero world yeah they're not reality they're both of us super reality you know they're hyper reality it's, you can take things yeah. to the extreme
0: yeah exactly like it's not it's not just about today's politics we have superheroes we have vigilantes we have we have, we have you know in a very real sense we have religious fundamentalism versus versus other religious expression, um, and you know, being an actual like neo pagan, um, a lot of a lot of what Jaina talks through in this episode, and especially in this scene, are things that I struggled with because, so one of the things we don't we don't really talk about, we culturally, I guess, the U.S. You know, we have people who are double income no kids, we have child yeah. free people, we have the expectation that you should. Have freedom over your own body, yep. but we are obviously in the middle of a very, very dangerous backslide right now uh, about taking away women's autonomy and their rights to make decisions with their doctors, and also, oftentimes religion, even even something like paganism, which is a you know a, a moving away from traditional Judeo-Christian uh, you know religion, and tends to be something that people move to on their own as they deconstruct can be very conservative in its own right. And I wanted to hit that head on because for me as a pagan and as a, as a woman who doesn't want kids, it is very difficult to hear people talk about motherhood as a sacred duty responsibility, like as if that is the thing that makes you a full woman. Yeah. And that's that's disrespectful for a lot of reasons for women who can't have kids or people who choose not to. And and I thought you
1: know,
0: for me, one of the things I came to grips with was being a being parental, being maternal, being filial are all parts of being you know a spiritual guide. Yes. You know, and we talk all the time about your auntieism—the fact that you're like you—you you have the religion of auntieism, where you're a perpetual auntie, uh-huh. and. For me, it was really important that Jaina here, from Sam, who is actually a good feminist when he tries, because um, he's, he's a pretty good guy, uh, that, you know, all of these fears you have about other people's children, about not wanting to have kids of your own, about how dangerous the world is, those are the things that make the Morrigan like you, because it makes you a mother. Like, I think it's so disrespectful to say that, like, you can't have motherly instincts or even just paternal instincts towards people protective instincts in a familial sense
1: it's a rejection of the concept that the only way to be a mother is to bear children exactly yeah Yeah. there are lots of ways to become a mother that aren't giving birth exactly yeah um and as a person who doesn't give birth and a person who's Mm -hmm. chosen not to give birth we're trying to like look at all those different like the, the pressures that get put on
0: yeah and i don't want i don't want people to think that if you're pagan you have to be you have to get super Rusa into yeah. the whole into the whole gotta gotta bear kids thing because that's a really that's a that's a really hard you know um that's a really hard thing to put on yourself especially if you if you are unable to have children yeah. for whatever reason and i don't i don't think that you know, I think I think that, that a pagan up, reconstructionist movement a or a neo pagan look at look at back, things, you you so have to be willing to these, expand your definition of the, 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 the literal because the we don't have you know, we don't have those extant cultures anymore. Like that stuff yeah. isn't yeah. there anymore. and all of those anxieties and all of those worries and fears you know, I Jaina's been sitting in the middle of all that for six years not talking about it yeah try and act like everything's fine and that's pretty much what a lot of us do for a long time until we're suddenly forced because we hit a wall and we have to sit in our wrongness and realize well why am i hitting that wall what am i afraid of facing that means that i can't get over that wall um and laura here somehow managed to spit out all those crazy lines i gave her because like those were some really folks, long... Folks, folks, it was like half a page. dialogue. Like, was, yeah, I gave her very long lines, <laughs> and she nailed it. I mean, she's like so good. And... Angel, this is not on you. And, like, just... And I get why both of them, like, her and David both and just guilty. absolutely nailed a scene, and it came out even better than when I wrote it, but, like, what I thought it would sound like, but... I really feel like I can feel the anxiety and the, the, and the fear, yeah, radiating off of Jaina in every line that she says.
1: I know, but and that's like a bit personal for you. Well, like, very, like th- you were calling upon personal fears to write that. <laughs> yes, I, not to call you out. Yeah, no, I, I'm.
0: Is it one calling me out
1: if I've been telling honestly, myself the whole one would time? I hope that you're okay with talking about. Well, I've been this telling because, on myself yeah. this whole
0: scene. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and. I'm not afraid to say that I struggle with generalized anxiety disorder. I thankfully don't don't require medication anymore for it. But that's tough. It's so tough. Yeah. Because your brain can start lying to you and then it starts spinning and spinning and spinning and and you have no idea how you got where you are. You just know you're fixating on the same thing. And And that's what Jane has been doing. And that's exactly what Jane has been doing here. And to the point of paralysis. Yeah she, she it, like, and, and, and I almost, like, I wish that the movie Argyle had come out Oh, before, before I wrote this. this, because that Sam Rockwell scene where he's, like, focus on the three three feet feet space in front kind of, you of you is, like, that's it. That's the message, that, and it's way more succinct. Um, But, but that's definitely what it is.
1: God's But I felt like, I felt like. God's stuff there made me, like. Oh, I know. Eight. Yeah, Eight. Laura's so good. Um,
0: but like I, you know, I wanted to, to make sure that all of this kind of came out because it isn't just you know your typical like oh I have anxiety over flying or over, over no, generalized anxiety. Like she's she's dealing with like existential stuff. This is and that's always the hardest thing to get. You, that's always the hardest thing to get your anxiety under control over because there's no quick answer
1: that she that that she will have to do something she's never wanted to do in order to keep the power that she now enjoys. Mm-hmm.
0: And that she thinks is needed to solve the problems that she feels like she caused. Yeah. And thankfully, Sam kind of walks her off the ledge of being like, you didn't cause this. You know? Yeah, uh, Fascists going to fash. Fascists are going to They're going to use whatever they can. And Ben even told her that to make her transform. He was like, yeah. look, you didn't do this. People who saw you as a symbol used you. That's, that's how this works. Like, it's a system. I know how you feel like you're drowning, but... But, like... She, like, like needed to get it all out. And I think it's one of those things If that's, if you're a romantic, which I, I am, I'm not afraid to say, obviously, no. you know, sometimes you? your your person is the only one who could tell you what you need to hear. Uh, and sometimes they'll tell you five or six times and it won't click. And it won't click. And then that sixth time it will.
1: So what you're saying is I have to keep telling you the things.
0: Yes. Keep telling me the things. Okay, Absolutely. You're beautiful. That's true. Focus. You're so talented. No, focus on the episode. It. We'll do this later. Okay. <laughs> ah, and one of my favorite... This is, I think, one of my favorite, like, little rapper scenes. Because, like, it's not a very long scene. No, it's a very But short- I really loved how how we did this. Yeah. Of just, like, having Casey drop <laughs> Cat Noir off at the border. But, uh... But, um... I really just like that... That, that Noir is, you know... He's still, even though he is clearly terrified about what's going on with Thank Natalie, you. yeah, he
1: he could see the bigger picture. Please look after them. Well, he's old enough, and it, he's and you know he knows the the kingdom comes and first. Exactly. He, and Noir is a very uh, he is incredibly dedicated to the kingdom. Yes.
0: Well, you know.
1: To make up the past um. And if we cannot learn, I I
0: can't. I, I feel like we mentioned who he is. In the it, within world. the the knights of the round,
1: yeah, the, the he is one of the
0: knights. Yeah, um, Reborn. yeah, but all but well that I particular knight, you know, had it, depending on which version of the myth you read, had a very sad ending. Yep, he and I I like the idea that cast. he learned from that. Yeah, you know, and 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 can still see the bigger picture and and
1: about them in the first place. And, and uh, you know he uh,
0: he's always he's always looked out for all of them, and that means that even when. Nobody else thought he was paying attention. He was paying attention to Casey. Yeah. He was paying attention to Evan. He was paying attention to Bobby and Julian and Carrie and all of them while they were living in New York.
1: Yep. And,
0: uh, and you know, now he's going to be their <laughs> their last best hope for getting for getting back to to Tim to hopefully stop him. So, and then he turns back into a kitty. Yes. <laughs> that's like my favorite thing about that character though like not gonna lie is like even back when he was like especially back Old when he would Tom. turn from like panther, panther and cat and all cat. the time he'd be like
1: deep your, voice battle cat your version of patriotism and john's version don't seem to be quite the same i do like
0: that line by the way though yeah like i mean you know obviously I mean, it's kind of the key point yeah i mean he, he runs away my, my discussions about, about cringer and, and battle yeah, cat aside yes that. Do you idea know how hard it is to find that, though?
1: You could have folied it yourself. We have three Jingle Bell keys but in the house. But none of
0: them had their colors on at the time.
1: Catherine Lee, you could have just grabbed <laughs> how the dare color you? and How dare you it.
0: use my full name on a podcast? That's so rude. <laughs> Hysterical.
1: That's
0: a lot of vehicles. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. The stuff's going sideways. It's not great. It's, it's not great, okay. you guys. Yes. And it was very tiny and fluffy. This <laughs>
1: is a sweet, sweet little package. Yes. Canada does put a new press They're pulling out of their
0: with
1: the US.
0: Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, stuff's getting real bad, yo. Like when when one of the when you know, when the UK is like, yeah, we're we're gonna we might back the guy who's saying he should declare war on a country that's
1: been one of our oldest, longest and the allies. size of Europe, but hey, So So, here we were. Anyway, no, I'm not gonna do it the whole time. But yeah,
0: so anyway, so uh yeah, that is the episode, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to me vent all of my anxiety and concerns at everyone, because that's pretty much what this whole episode was. But also lots of building up of stuff and really cool new characters.
1: character It's important. It
0: is very important. Yeah, there's so much in this episode that's gonna like like the, the pin's gonna drop for you as the audience like in six episodes. So it's
1: but this is yeah. like the equivalent of like one of my favorite types of comic books—the comic book issues that are like the ones that connect. Things.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like and like the fighting is like the next issue. Yeah, which is good because like you're not gonna get any p- character development in that yeah. issue except for maybe like the well, first page and the last page.
1: But we did it. So if you like, yeah. it, go talk to us on the program that formerly was known as Twitter. Uh, yeah, or
0: you can find me on um, uh, yeah on the Discord and then also on Threads. I am cat underscored Avalon underscore Pride. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway.